Podcast. Shout out to Hustle Five Ways for hosting. I'm your host, Nas. It's your guy, Tall Man, live from Dubai. As always, in the Bowl Podcast, sponsored by your nation's own number one mobile hookah provider, where they not only do private events, they do wholesale, distribution, and take that hookah experience to that next level. What's happening? What is going on, man? Can't complain, can't complain, man. Well, actually, you know what? Fuck that shit. We always start with this positivity stuff, right? And, and you know, we all <laughs> going on. But one thing I will sit there and say, one thing I learned, but even before before I get to that point, I think I, I think I have so much I want to get off my chest real quick. I first want to do a toast. Another week, another episode. Yes, sir. Cheers. Cheers. What's going on, man? What, what, what is on your mind, man? Uh, you know, when uh, you ever had to put furniture together? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I've been on that road uh, one too many times, man, to the point where I'm uh, it's, it's like helping people move, man. I'm, I'm at the, the point in my life and at that age where it's like, you know what? How much is it to throw this thing together pre-assembled? So, yeah, yeah I've definitely been been down that road before. And that's a good point, right? Because the good point is, like you said, right? I, I think someone needs to come up with a company or somebody who can figure out how to make furniture, whatever it may be, to where it basically comes like pre-assembled to an extent. And you really got to do a couple little parts. But there's nothing worse, right? So, you know, I, I recently had to put some, uh, put some furniture together, right? It was a small little thing. Okay. Right? It was a little... Little two drawer, you know, little nightstand type thing, right? There's nothing more annoying one when you open the box and that shit got like forty different fucking pieces. <laughs> I'm like, no. yeah. the two drawer nightstand, the forty pieces, and I, it just it just blows my mind, right? And then they don't put, you know, some people like, and I appreciate, like sometimes like you really do appreciate the little stuff, right? So when this shows like, you read that little booklet, it really don't really got too many words in it. And we're not talking about Ikea. Ikea, that's a whole nother fucking beat. I'm not even going down that road. Yeah. You know? But, you know, I, I think, you know, we, we bought these from a, a decent and pretty well-known established spot that you get decent furniture from. <sighs> As soon as I saw the bag of screws, I was already annoyed, right? But I um, had to put this shit together. I got all the way to the end. And I honestly think something has to be off because the bottom drawer is not fitting in the way it is. But then also, when it, when it rolls in and out, I think I put the, the two different... Um, the wheels or whatever, the the the, the mechanisms that help the, the drawer slide in and out. 
yeah. on the wrong side. So I don't think it's matching, or nor is it fitting, right? Ooh. But this is after the shit has been put together. Man. So you know what that means? That means I now need to go back, retrace all my steps, <laughs> and figure out at what point and what part did I mismatch pieces to. That's a blow-up, man. And if that's not the most... That may be one of the top three most annoying things. Man, you know, it's crazy because there's, there's a lot of furniture that I've put together in the past where you have a whole bunch of random parts of the end. And my pet peeve is, you know, on the instructions, you know, say, hey, you know, we're including some extra parts or spare parts of this and that. Because it really makes you scratch your head because you're sitting here looking at it. And you got seven leftover screws, and you're like, what, what is all this for, man? So I, I, I definitely get it, but that is the worst when you have to go back and re- retrace those steps and start taking things apart to get it back in again. And that's why I said, man, my, my days of uh, furniture building, you know, we are near the end. Yeah, it's, but then, it's, you know, it's, too, it's too time consuming. It is way too time consuming. It took me fucking two hours for one desk, right? I mean, for one little thing, right? And the shit's wrong. And and there's not like like I don't know. I I do appreciate having maybe like an extra part or a piece or whatever, like a screw or something. But like you said, <laughs> you have like seven of them. It makes you really wonder. It's like, should I have seven extra pieces or should it be five pieces I should have? Or you know what I'm saying? Like it gets to that point to where you just be like, come the fuck on. Oh and then, like I said, at the very end, you're sitting there, and now you, you know, the shit's wobbling. And now, the real most annoying part, the, the, I mean, another annoying part is all these pieces of them fucking weird-ass Allen wrenches pieces. <laughs> I fucking hate Allen wrenches, because then they give you that short-ass little stick, right? The little L-shaped piece, right? And when you turn yep. it, you know, you end up hitting your knuckle on it, can't get enough torque on it, or then, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Put it in crooked. It used to be like, come the fuck on, man. Like, someone's got to do better. Whoever is doing this shit is, is, I would love to cut up some wood pieces and be like, yo, put this shit together yourself. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I'm going to have to show you the, I'm going to show you the, 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 the cheat code, man, because, uh, you know, certain toolkits have those little bits. They're just like the different sizes of the Allen wrenches, so it's just like a screwdriver. So it uh, it makes life a whole lot easier. Cause, cause you're right, man. I mean, they they give you that little Allen wrench, and you know you try and get some some tight corners to screw something in, and now you got something that's seventy five percent screwed in, or it's going in crooked. It's just crazy. But I think there is a, uh, I think there is a site. That has uh, people who uh, you know assemble you know furniture for you know I I'll shoot that to you you know offline just for future reference because uh, they ain't sponsoring the show so I'm not about to give them you know no shine but you know me I, I am all about the life of convenience you know so I'll uh, yeah, I'll go I, back I, online and <laughs> and see for no, next time it may not it may not help you here but you know no. at least in the future <laughs> you have some options. I lost faith in that in that option, right? Only reason why is because I had somebody do that before, right? They came in and put our, 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 our dining room table together, right? But honestly, every day I look at my dining room table, I'm sitting there like, I know this motherfucker put the pieces on backwards. 
But yeah, it's a nice dining room table, right? But it's like just the functionality of it doesn't make sense to me the way that they put the table. And then the motherfucker left, and it's like I'm looking at it, and I'm like, hold on. Why is it got all these little extra caps, all these extra things on it, or not on it, <laughs> on top of the table, still inside the bag? And I'm like, yo, did this motherfucker just not finish? But I asked him or just paid him to finish. Oh, man. So you got to read the reviews, man. You you gotta dig deep, you know, because you got some people who just uh, you know take shortcuts and 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 breeze through projects, and you got the the opposite end of the spectrum where the mama takes like four hours to do a two hour job, but he's real thorough and meticulous. You know, so you gotta try to find that 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 middle ground because there's there's some good ones out there, but I mean with, with anything, I mean it's like shopping on Amazon, you know, you buying something, man, you gotta. You gotta read those good and bad reviews and, and go with your gut, man. Cause it's uh, it's always something, you know. It's, it's never straightforward. It's simple. Yeah, but that's the most annoying part about it, though. You'd be like, "Come the fuck on!" But that's my venting for the day. Other than that, life is great, right? Life is good. <laughs> thing. It's two hours I can't get back. So you know, I sit back and reflect of what could I have done in those two hours as opposed to putting it on wrong and backwards. You know what I'm saying? So, but like I said, life is good. No complaints. The world is wild. You know, we got our health. Family's good. So I'm chilling. Yeah, man. Uh, so, so how are things to DMV? Uh, y'all still uh, going to this, this uh, heat wave? And I, I say that in air quotes. So, uh, you know, things starting to balance out some and Spring is around the corner. I mean, that spring falls around the corner. Yeah, I think, uh, I don't know, it's been actually, the weather's been amazing, actually. Like, you know what I'm saying? What, it's, it's, what they say today, they say it's been, uh, it's been between the 80 and 90 rain for the last, what, two weeks? So I ain't got no complaint. Yeah, that's, that's not bad, man. I saw, you know, the folks in Dallas, you know, got smacked around by some floods, man. It's like... Extreme weather events are, are becoming, you know, quite, quite frequent. I think that's like the third time this summer I've heard in the news, you know, uh, like once in 500 year or once in 1,000 year storm. And I don't know. It has me thinking it may be something to this uh, whole global warming trend, man. Yeah, man. I don't know. It's something about like, it's something about when it says, you know, you know that song, Never Rains in Southern California. A classic song, man. They had, a, they, they had a flood, you know, a year or two ago. So it fucking rained in Southern California. Yeah. Oh, um, it fucking you have an ice storm in Texas. You know, I, I think I think we we at this place right now where, you know, I feel I've I've, I've been saying this recently. People need to really make peace with their demons. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> Cause you just don't know, man. I think right now times are just so wild. You just don't know what's up. You know what I'm saying? You just don't. Yeah. You want to make sure you're on that right end of the spectrum, right? You want to make sure that you're good and in your own skin, and you know what I'm saying. You feel comfortable when you look yourself in the mirror. You're like, you know what? I did my good deed for the day. And you know what's wild? You know, what I mean, talking about you know, never raining and storms and all that stuff. You know, I keep hearing about, uh, I think it's Lake Mead out in uh, Nevada. 
because I guess, you know, the, the water is rescinding. So the, the lake itself is, uh, the water levels are going down low and they keep finding random things. Like they find old boats, you know, they're out there finding bodies and they started putting a, you know, a lot of conversation, uh, back in the air about, you know, how Vegas was established and, you know, who was behind it and, you know, the money that flowed into it and, you know, the mob and things like that. And, it's it's interesting because you know I think when they found like the first two bodies it's like one was like in an oil drum and they're trying to figure out how long it's been there but it it really paints a picture of you know and they used to talk about yeah man we about to you know toss you know something you know in this lake and the white devil gonna find them and here mother nature is like ha ha jokes on you you know man it took you know 65 years but you know I got you man but yeah this uh this, this weather is something different. I know uh, hurricane season just started, so you know I think we, well, not really started, but you know we're in uh, the, the throes of that. So you know the storms are about to be coming, and you know we're going through the whole drill all over again. But the weather is something else, man. It's so funny you say that, dude. And I, I forget exactly, you know, what lake it is. And you can fact check me, but we were talking about this today, right? How you know this whole EV situation um electric vehicles and and, and and you know people buying all these uh ev vehicles or cars right uh, and every everyone trying to go to the clean clean energy right mm-hmm. right now like even even now the amount of of energy that people are trying to produce to produce this clean energy it's actually, you know, you know, water is a, a source of energy, right? And, and yeah, they use yeah. that to, to do energy, to build energy or to create some sort of, of energy or power, right? But what they're trying to do is they're trying to force it so much to where it's actually draining, especially with, like, global warming. You know what I'm saying? It's actually taking away the water from these water sources because it's on overload, because they're trying to keep mm. up with this clean energy thing. So it's it's just wild, man. It's, it's, it's so wild how, like, Mother Nature's, like, everyone just needs to chill the fuck out, slow down, <laughs> you know, take a break, and be in the present. You know what I'm saying? Just this is where we're at. It's what it is. So. Uh, and that, that's true, man. And speaking uh, of, uh, you know, clean energy and, you know, going green. You know, I came across this story out in uh, California where this, uh, this, this couple, they had called for a lift after they left the club, right? And uh, this dude showed up in a rickshaw, right? And my man, you know what a rickshaw is, right? A little, uh, it's like the little wagon where, you know, somebody is, is holding like a, uh, you know, two bars, got two wheels on the back, got two seats, and, you know, they're just running all over town. It's like a horse and carriage minus the horse. Oh, this on a bike. Oh, okay. Okay, learn something new. Exactly. So so imagine you leaving the club, you know, two, three in the morning. You know, you, you probably had a few beverages. And Alabama shows up in a rickshaw instead of a Camry. Now, in some situations, that that could be, you know, a, a 
good thing. I mean, you, you know, there have been, you know, some let out, you know, when you get caught in traffic, you know, like you go to the amusement park, you know, if you wait until everybody's leaving at once, you know, it may take you 45 minutes to an hour to get out of the parking lot or get on the highway, you know, because traffic's backed up. So, you know, getting picked up in a rickshaw, you know, does afford you certain opportunities where, you know, you can uh, circumvent, you know, some of the traffic. But at the same time, they said it took like two hours to get home. See, and that shit wild. Right? <laughs> <laughs> like, you sit there and, and you know, because my whole thing is even, even getting those, you know, ride share apps, right? <clears throat> I was always under the impression that you had to have a certain, at least a certain year vehicle, right? You had to have, I thought it had to be four doors. Yeah. Air, it couldn't be so late. But how the fuck are you going to show up in a rickshaw? It, exactly. And uh, apparently, you know, it's some. Um, this dude who who runs the rickshaw has somehow found a gray area because uh, apparently the guy is, is is well known. You know, is a local guy in Bakersfield, California. I think his name is Neil. So everybody knows the guy. You know, what I mean, the, the guy is uh, uber famous. You know, no 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 pun intended, but <laughs> you know, I mean, that's his thing because the. The conversation did come up of, you know, it had to have at least, you know, five seats in it and one for the driver and this and that. So I'm not sure how dude is, is getting around. I'm just thinking that it's, it's truly wild that you leave the club and, you know, I mean, you get picked up in a, you know, in a rickshaw. And granted, you know, it looked like the weather was nice, you know, because if it's a rainy day, it didn't, from the pictures I saw a video, it didn't look like dude had a cover on it, you know, so you're nice, you, you get a nice open air breeze, you know, two, three in the morning, you know, heading home, but. It was just a, a a very wild story to see that come together, man. Yes, wild. That is super wild. Plus, you think you two hours to get. You know what I'm saying? What the Bama? You know what I'm saying? What, what if what if both your passengers are kind of hefty? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Then you got to ride up a hill. That shit will blow. You know what I'm saying? With everyone getting. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's definitely uh, uh you know what I mean it's a, it's a full body workout. I mean that that dude definitely uh. Definitely closed all three rings on his Apple Watch, man. Uh, yeah. I'll say that much. Facts. <laughs> yeah, makes you think. Oh man! But that's uh, that was wild, though. But you know, I, I do want to uh, shout out everybody. You know, from a, a couple of weeks ago, a couple of episodes ago, that uh, you know chimed in on the whole oxtail conversation of you know. You know, the hashtag make oxtails cheap again. You know, everybody who, who came out to support to say, you know, leave oxtails alone, man. Let, let it serve as the, the entree that it has been for, for numerous years and stop trying to, you know, infuse oxtails into everything, man. Leave them alone. And that's fair. I mean, I, I agree. I think some things should just be kept in the natural, you know, kept in what it's for, right? It's, it's um, I don't know, man. People, people, people might make some, some interesting cuisines, you know. Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, I'm definitely a believer in you know living off the land. So you know, we got some fresh rosemary. You know, what I'm saying we got a little, little mini little garden type of thing. You know, so when I, when I cook my lamb and stuff like that, you know, I, I go straight there and just pull out some some fresh rosemary, and it, it does feel good. But. Yeah, some shit you just gotta. You're not making an oxtail mac and cheese. Nah, nah. 
Yeah, it's like, it's like come on, man. And it's, it's funny because uh, we found this uh, this local farmer's market out here in Dubai where you can only buy stuff online, you know, for uh, like fruits, vegetables, and, you know, they even have meats and, you know, a couple other things. But one of the most interesting things they had that you could purchase was uh, uh, the Carolina Reaper peppers. Anyways, you know, you know, we're we're, we're big on 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 spice, man. We're, we're, we're spice spice uh, spice people here. But uh, the, the Carolina Reaper, you know, still holds up to its name. I, I know that you know. I mean, it's been a few years since it was the uh, you know the world's hottest pepper, but. Man, I'm gonna tell you one thing, man. That that pepper has not lost any punch. You know, we we put half a pepper in some uh, some fish, and that thing uh that that thing did what it does, man. It definitely activated the sinuses. You know, I had a little 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 sniffle, you know, while I while enjoying dinner. But that pepper is real. Man, you ever had the Carolina Reaper? I don't know if I had the Carolina Reaper like per se. Like I don't know if I nah. I can't say I've had it. Like just by itself. I think I've had some. I had some hot sauce. I remember, you know, what I'm saying we, we did that. Uh, that that <laughs> down that shit right there. Yeah. Listen, I don't, I don't know what that 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 score was or whatever that sauce was, but you know, I, I'm, I'm a fan of, of hot food. I love spice, <clears throat> but yeah, I don't know about that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to uh, maybe take a time out on that one. I don't know, man. I mean, your chili is uh, it's, it's pretty decent. You know, I will always tell you, you know, your, your chili is solid. You know, I mean, maybe that Carolina Reaper would uh, be a true game changer for all those who partake in your chili. It's definitely going to uh, it's going to make a statement. <laughs> hey, well, hey, well, I don't know. Maybe I will visit that. It's funny you say that. I remember one time my um, my pops, you know, he made uh, some spaghetti or something like that, and uh, you know, he likes hot foods too. But uh, my sister, she she went out whatever. She went to this hot sauce store and got this hot sauce that came back. It was in a medicine valve, right, or a medicine mm. tube, whatever you want to call it. But it's okay. It was a eyedropper, or it was like a whatever a dropper. Yeah, yeah. And I guess he had the directions, you know. So he, he squeezed it and he he, he filled up the entire dropper, mm. and thought of the bright idea to squeeze the entire dropper into the spaghetti. Mm. Needless to say, no one ate that shit. Like you tried. Yeah. It was a nice size, like it was a family size portion, like it was about to feed like five folks. So it was a nice size, <laughs> and he would have had some fucking leftovers. But this shit was so fucking hot. Nah, no bueno. Wasn't happening. It was. It was. He took one little spaghetti string. And he was good. And he was like, you know what? I'm not even hungry no more. I appreciate that. Yeah, that's that's definitely something where you gotta, you know, you gotta make a little little batch off to the side and, you know, kind of experiment with it. Because if you're using something for the first time and you don't know the the potency of it, mm-hmm. you know, you can you can really set yourself up, man. I know one of those, uh, one of those flavors from, uh, from uh, our, our hot wing challenge, you know, mess around and, and put too much of that in some soup. And, man, it was, 
you know, I had to power through it to, to you know, get to the bottom of the bowl. But, yeah, you, you definitely have to uh, proceed with caution. You think you ever think there's a time sometimes you got to push the bowl away and be like, no, what, fuck it. I'm good. I know we don't believe in wasting. There's some folks who don't have anything. Yeah, I mean, but, I, I think if something... I think if it's extremely hot to the point where it's just downright disgusting, then that's something you just got to chalk up and be like, all right, look, yeah, I messed this one up and, you know, go make a sandwich or something. Yeah, PB&J, call it a day. Yeah, because, I mean, you know, it's different, you know, when you mix up something while you're cooking versus, you know, throwing a little something in when you put it in your plate. As if you put it on your plate, you know, I mean, you can go back to the pot, you know, add some more, you know, try to dive a little bit, you know, to make it work. But if it's, if it's like a whole stash, then, yeah, you may have to, uh, depending upon, you know, I mean, what you made and what you have in the house and what your situation is and, you know, the time it's going to take to acquire something else to, you know, satisfy that hunger, you know, you may have to power through it. But... Yeah, I don't know. Your insides ain't gonna be too happy with that. But, <laughs> I hear you. That's how, that's how. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I mean, you know, uh, the old saying, man, if it uh, if it burns and smokes going in, it's definitely gonna burn and smoke coming out. Facts, facts, facts. It's so funny because <laughs> man. Never lie. You know, you know. I know we put some money on the line. I don't walk away from too much stuff, but yeah, that was a tough one. You know what I'm saying? I think I think my entire esophagus and my, my own entire <laughs> it, it felt right. It felt as it slowly was being digested. You know what I'm saying? Like no bueno. I've, I've learned my lesson. Like they say, you ain't gonna give me twenties. Oh man, uh, yeah. You know, you, you didn't win. You know, first place, but I mean, you definitely walked away with you know a constellation prize. I mean, you got something. You know, for your your, your struggles, I don't know if uh, that compensation uh, was uh, enough to uh, offset the the suffering. But I mean, you didn't walk away empty-handed. It could have been worse. You know, you could have walked away empty-handed and experienced that uh, that torturous morning that you had. That wasn't even just the morning. I guess it was morning because it's like four o'clock in the morning. Have you ever about your sleep when you've been like? Damn, whatever I had was hot. And not, we're not talking about like indigestion, right? We're not talking about like you know, <laughs> type shit. Like we're not talking about heartburn. We're not talking about none of that. We're talking about, you know, I think at one point in the middle of that night, right? I think my stomach was just like, all right, well, well it's just turning, and, and you know, what I'm saying you're digesting throughout the night, right? Did they say you actually burn calories when you're sleeping? Yeah. <clears throat> I will sit there and say that that was probably that was worse than a hangover. I rather I rather have been on like a four day binge as opposed to feeling the way I felt. In the middle. <laughs> and I'm gonna leave it at that. Yeah, man. Well, when you said that, you know, you can feel it going through your entire digestive tract. You know, I'm I'm not gonna lie. I, I did have to sit back and laugh about that. That was it, it, it was pretty entertaining. But that is uh, that just shows the depth of that, that, that spice. And, you know, it, it takes me back to, uh, you know, cluck you chicken, you know, where you had to sign the waiver, you know, mm-hmm. the nine one wings. And, you know, I can't count 
how many individuals, you know, fell victim, you know, to that sauce, you know, because it wasn't even, you know, eating a whole wing. I mean, some folks just had just a, a dab of the sauce and a toothpick. Yeah. And, and that was enough to uh, to be the game changer and, and set it off. But, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's like, uh, you know, how they say, you know, drink responsibly. You know I mean? With, with high foods, you know, you got to eat responsibly. I mean, everybody knows your limit. You know, definitely don't uh, don't push it, but yeah, yeah. I mean, it does come along with some consequences, man. Do you think so? You think for hot food, right? Are you going for spice? Or are you going for flavor? Right, because you know some people just like that torture. Like, you no, know, I want to see how hot I can take it, right? But some people like spice just to make the food and enhance the other flavors in the food, right? Yeah, still got a nice kick to it. But yeah. let's start getting to the point to where it's just like you you can't even taste the food that you eat and I think there should be a line drawn somewhere in the same. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I mean, because with, with spice, the whole thing is, you know, spice is adding to it. You know, it's like a whole nother, it's like a flavor. It's like, you know, if you put black pepper or you put salt, you put Old Bay on something, you know, you're doing it to enhance it. You know, so you want this, this spice to have, you know, some sort of a, a flavor profile that is complementary. But if it's just, just straight heat and no taste behind it, I mean, that's just torture at that point. Because now, now you eat it to make a statement. Yeah, it's in the way. <clears throat> that shit's in the way. That shit ain't no fun. But let me ask you a question, man. I know, I know we're talking about food. Another subject. What you think about <clears throat> Capitol Records? I think it was the Capitol Records or whoever it was. What do you think about them creating this uh, AI rapper? <laughs> That's uh, interesting. You know, I mean, part of me says it, it, it's taken away from, you know, music was, was created as a form of expression you know and rap was created you know highlighting you know the, the the struggle of a culture so when you take that ai and, and put that spin on it it's like i don't know i mean it seems a little you know unnatural and you know i, I don't want to say you know unnatural in a sense where i'm coming from like the the old guy who doesn't want to see change you know the guy who just bash somebody for you know trying to destroy oxtails but i mean technology is going to you know constantly evolve and, and folks are constantly looking to you know do something different so part of me is like yeah i get it and if it's a lane for it you know and, and certain people enjoy that then hey you know go ahead you know for me personally you know and how i feel about you know music you know because music is it's big, you know, music plays in the house, plays in, 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 in crib, you know, may even have a earbud and at work, you know, listening to music, music in the gym. You know, you put on music for different occasions, you know, different things you're doing. You know, so music is, is, is definitely, you know, a big part of, uh, of of life. But, you know, I'm not going to knock it because, like I said, it may, it may be something for, for somebody else. I just know it at this juncture, you know, it's not for tall, man. Yeah, and I think, um, you know what I'm saying, I think, I think it, it may even get a little bit deeper, than especially for the situation, right? It's, you got this artificial person, 
for that and they're using the n-word oh, yeah see i didn't catch that part but then at the same time is it's created by two white dudes mm. so then it goes back to <clears throat> thinking who's right who who is who's actually the voice right yeah and then it's like, so now you, you, you're, you're kind of open that window of like, now all of a sudden you, you have, like they say, you know what I'm saying? You have that person who you don't even know that around you could create thing walking around saying the N-word. Yeah, 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 I mean, because that, uh, that, that robot or that software program had to pick it up from somewhere. You know, had to be exposed to that. That one, I'm, I'm, I, I can't rock with with that aspect of it, you know, because, you know, I, I am not a, a, a computer uh, wizard, you know, so I, I, but I know that, you know, somewhere in the programming, you know, there's a way to exclude that word, you know, so I mean, I think it, it could have been modified, but then also, I think possibly, you know, I mean, these dudes that have created, you know, a new lane, maybe that was implanted to get people talking about it. Because, I mean, nothing gives exposure like, you know, controversy and, you know, individuals from that background using that word is always uh, something that's going to get people talking. So, I mean, in, in, in spaces where people may not have even acknowledged this, like, yeah, whatever, AI rapping robot. Okay, whatever. But now you hear that the robot saying the N-word and who created this, it may be like, okay, well, let me look further at these guys. What else they're doing? So, I mean, it, it could be a marketing ploy. You know, I don't agree with, you know, how they're doing it, but, you know, I'm not surprised, but that that could be the basis of it. Yeah. Um, it's interesting you say that, right? It, it, you know, a lot of people are trying to, you know what I'm saying, you know, do certain things to... A lot of people can talk about it, right? But I think that also speaks volume as to what do you want to be known for? Yeah. You know, I think a lot of these things that are happening in the world, a lot of people want to be down in like a book and, and be like, this is what I was known for. Whether it was malicious or not, right? Or you had ill intentions and you're a bad person, you know what I'm saying? But, you know what I'm saying? What do you want your, what do you want your legacy to be, right? What do you want to be known as when you're no longer here? And this is true. I mean, I, I, I tell you one thing. You know, fame is the most addictive drug, man. Some people will will, will do anything to to obtain it, and yeah. I, I don't necessarily, you know, agree with it. You know, it's my moral compass is you know aligned in a different direction. You know, I mean, you gotta, you know, me personally, I don't want to ever do anything that's going to jeopardize my, you know, my character or my my, my reputation, my name, my brand. But I mean. I, Part of it is understanding that everybody's not built like you. Mm. That is true. That is true. But I think that, you know what I'm saying, you just got to be mindful of, like, how your words out. And what you say, you know what I'm saying, could also, sadly enough, it would define you. That's true. And that's what you're going to be labeled as, right? Now you're labeled as... You know, saying the two white dudes that walk around saying the N word, and they probably say it every day. You know, saying when they walk through a little circle. You know, what I'm saying they thought that it was a good idea to, to put that shit in a, a rap song. 
you know what I'm saying? Or, you know, we're already talking about people trying to steal the culture. And at one point, people always thought it was like, <clears throat> like when NWA and everyone was out, like back then, it was such a, a violent, you know, they were menaced to societies, you know what I'm saying? They were unruly, you know what I'm saying? And that's how they classified us. Yeah. And, um, you know, we we, we we the top 40s. You know what I'm saying? We we are what people aspire to be. Yeah, it's, it's dominating, dominating the world. I mean, right. it is every continent you step foot on. You know, hip hop and rap has has impacted and, and reached. You know that that area of the earth. I mean, it is. You know the 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 top music genre. You know in the world. And I mean, with that comes, you know, certain, you know, certain things. And that may be why, you know, this AI robot is rapping versus doing, you know, country music. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. You know, you got you got to take the, the good with the bad. That's true. And it's so crazy, like you said, like we talk about how hip hop's across the world. I remember this shit had to be like, uh, I, we, uh, I and a group of us went overseas. We went to Italy, and we went inside a shoe store. Like, let's, let's go check out some kicks. See what they got over here, right? Mm-hmm. If you wear them, I'm not knocking. I am judging you. Uh, inside the store, they had. For like 250 euros. But people out there wearing them and they are being sold out over there. Yeah. It shows you how much our culture just influences stuff. Yeah. You know, and, and it's just, I don't know, man. It's, it's just wild. It's just, it's wild how, you know, someone can, can just put a label on you, right? But then turn around and just try to steal your shit. I mean, it's it's, it's infused in, in everything from commercials to to fashion. I mean, there's not one area that you know. I mean, hip hop hasn't touched it. I mean, it's it's a testament to, to hip hop because I mean, you look at something that you know started out in you know the late '70s and people thought it was a fad. It's like ah, oh, this isn't gonna last. Yeah. You know, and here we are. You know, almost 50 years later. You know, give or take. Then. Just, just dominating the culture. I mean, dominating the, uh, the music industry. And that is wild. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I think it's, uh, that's the kind of world we live in too, right? It's just people just stealing people's shit. And, and you know, uh, that ties, I was going to say that that ties right into, you know, Issa Rae, you know, developed a new show on HBO, you know, Rap Shit. Now, for a while, it had been, you know, kind of ducking the show, like, ah, yeah, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm going to catch it when I catch it. But uh, we, we started watching it, and I'm not going to lie, that show is pretty solid, man. I, I give you it to know. you. I give it to her. She, she, she's dope. She is yeah. another example of a definition of dopeness, right? She just, yeah. she is, I, I give it to her. She's creative. She, she's very creative, and she's just... She's just shooting a shot and she's hitting it every time. 
Yes, man. She's like Steph Curry behind the arc, man. It's like everything she she puts up is is dropping because you know she also has a show, uh, Sweet Life. You know about a, a group of you know twenty somethings in in L.A. You know trying to find their uh, trying to find their their way. You know, young entrepreneurs and you know, I mean, folks coming into their own. You know, I mean, season two just just started. You know, so I just binge watched uh, season one like a couple of weeks ago, and again, I mean, she, she's on it because this uh, this this new show. You know, I mean. It's, Two uh, two female you know rap artists you know from uh, from Miami you know it's based out of Miami and it's kind of giving me some of the 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 city girls vibe mm. you know what kind of you know how they you know came up and you know came into the industry and you know started rapping and, and things like that you know so I'm I'm definitely getting uh, that, that that city vibes you know well excuse me city girls uh, feel from it. And, and want to do a little more exploring to dig deep to kind of figure out, you know, what her inspiration was, you know, behind this. Because, you know, I'm, I'm definitely hooked. You know, I think uh, right now on season, not season, uh, episode four, episode five. And the show is solid, man. You know, I'm, I'm definitely in, enjoying it. It's good, you know, in the summer, you know, viewing, you know, because summertime, you know, TV gets a little dry, sports get a little dry, you know, because everybody's out and about on, on the move. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, as fall starts rolling around, you know, kids going back to school, it's like that uh, that fall lineup, you know, starts coming to light. So definitely a good show. So, I mean, if you haven't, you know, seen it yet, I, I, I highly, you know, recommend and encourage, you know, you, you to put that in the rotation, man. You know, you'll definitely, you know, run through some episodes. You know, it's not, you know, long and drawn out, man. It's like right to the point, you which think, I can appreciate. I think some people create shows, but I don't even know when they're right, time to hang it up. Yeah, man, I think now that, you know, you definitely have, you know, more people looking at the numbers and ratings and spinoffs and you got shows that, you know, have a podcast company. You know, I, I think that if, if if something, you know, isn't hitting like they thought it would, I think now the the uh, the life expectancy of shows, it, it, it comes it comes to light a lot quicker. You know, because back in the day, you know, I mean, when you looked at you know, seasons and shows. I mean, shows were like 25 episodes in a season. Yeah. Now you're down to 10, you're down to eight. You may have some limited series, which are four episodes. Yeah, that's true. So so I think that that is, uh, that's definitely sped the process up where like, look, if it's not slapping the way we thought it would, yeah, we're just going to go ahead and... Uh, we we're gonna shelf this, you know, definitely not coming back for season two. So Yeah, 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 yeah. That's true, that's true. I don't know, man. That's why I say I think it's um that's a tough industry, man. It's a tough one to sit there and to be able to keep someone's attention. 
think she got it right. She, I think she sits there and she's like, look, you know, keep someone's attention span short, sweet, wanting more. You know what I'm saying? But knowing when it's time to hang it up. So again, that's off to her degree. Yeah, definitely, because I, I know I've, you know, with streaming services now, when they bring them back, you know, like old sitcoms, and it's like you sit down, like, oh man, yeah, I ain't seen that in a minute. And I know you pull it up, and it's like, yeah, season one, 25 episodes, season two, 27 episodes. It's like, nah, I can't watch all that. Yeah. I didn't get that kind of time. <laughs> right, yeah. And over something is like 10 episodes, like, all right, nah. I'll check it out, man. I'll give it a run, man. But yeah, TV is definitely picking back up. I know uh, industry is back on HBO, and that's another wild show, man. That's a wild fucking show, man. That is a wild fucking show. Yeah, have you started season two yet? Yes, I have. Oh man, yeah, that uh, yeah, it's it's, it's a lot. You know, HBO, they, uh, you know, season one was like, okay, all right, they, they kind of, you know, pushing the envelope a little bit. Season two, man, they didn't threw that envelope off the table, man. You know, you, you, it's like you put that episode on, you're not sure, you know, what you're going to get. But, I mean, it's a good show, though. Yeah, it is. It is. And it's deep how that industry is, right? It's, it's, yeah. It's, it's, it shows you, you know what I'm saying, just how that lifestyle is. Yeah, it's uh, it is definitely something. Um, but again, I mean, it's it's another show. You know, I'm I'm, I'm pulled into. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I and I will watch it. And you know, I'm kind of torn between. You know, when some shows drop, it's like you know they give you the the whole season. You know, so if you got a, a weekend with weather's bad, you ain't got nothing going on. You know, you can sit down there, you can knock it out. But then you got the shows that come on each week. And it's like once you finish the episode, it's like you're seeing the preview for the next week. And now you got to wait another seven, six days to, you know, yeah. figure it out. It, oh, man, it draws at your heartstrings. You know, you get, you know, so uh, so emotionally invested in some things and, and so used to, you know, having things at your fingertips. And now when you actually got to wait, you know, a week to see something, you know, kind of slows you back down and say, all right, I mean, Go ahead and put that on on the schedule for next Sunday. You know, sit there and I watch that after dinner or something. You know. Yeah, I plan my week out like that, right? Because weekends used to be so busy. That's how I plan my weeks out. I'm like, you know what? I'll figure this out. I may watch this. I'll, I'll check this out this day. That, that, that thing, but you gotta know when to hold them or fold them. Yeah, well, this is true, man. This is true. And speaking of opening and closing, you know, I came across this other story. There's this uh, this giant metal slide in Detroit, right? And it's a uh, it's, it's a six lane slide that you know you slide down, right? And it has like a little mesh net at the end of it, you know, so you don't, you know, I guess uh, get out of the containment area, you know, find yourself on some concrete. But uh, they had to shut the slide down. You know, for uh, for a couple of days because I guess video started surfacing online of you know little kids going down the slide and each time you hit the hump, it's like these kids are flying up in the air, slamming back down on the metal. You know, it 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 looked pretty pretty violent. It looked unforgiving. You know, like where you know when you hit it, it's not like a, a, a smooth landing. You know that that transition is rough. But uh, 
they uh, they just opened it back up, and I didn't know that this thing had been open since like the late sixties. You know, this is like a yeah. big thing in Detroit. Yeah, you know, I, I had you know no idea about that, but they're now saying that you know uh, I guess children have been sliding down at an unusually high speed and getting tossed into the air because sources are saying that there's a fresh coat of oil on the slide. So that's why they're picking up, you know, so much speed. I mean, the first thing I think about, you know, means when you think about like how oil impacts things, is that the bowling alley, you know, I'm a big bowler. And, you know, when lanes are too oily, it's like, you know, you throw your ball, you know, you're supposed to do certain things and, you know, due to that, uh, that additive, you yeah. know, your, your bowling ball is not cooperating with you, you know, so you got to make adjustments. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what they said. They, they were doing some maintenance on it, so they closed it down for some time, and then they yeah. finished it up with a nice little coat of polish. <laughs> they said they had to close it right back down, right? And they said they, they, yeah. the remedy, though, for it was, I'm not going to lie, it was, it was quick, uh, put some water on it to get some of that oil off. <laughs> All in water. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know, man. It's, um... I'm not glad I saw it and I was like, damn, that shit's wild. These kids are getting fucked up. Yeah. People losing shoes, people flying, you know what I'm saying? Like, people getting fucked up on this thing. But, you know, but I'm not going to lie, man. Part of me wants to go ex- experience that slide, man. Facts. Facts. I want to try it out because I know, you know, over the summer we've been seeing people, you know, on the the water slides and doing different things and jumping from the top of it. I mean, that's cool. But, I mean, we all grew up, you know, no matter what kind of neighborhood you had, you know, I mean, you may have had the merry-go-round and didn't spend, you know, you may have had uh, the the seesaw machine where one of the things broke where you couldn't really use it. But for the most part, the slide was always intact. Yeah. You know, so that's been, you know, a, a childhood game that, you know, we, we've all done, you know, but yeah. definitely want to experience that. So if I make it to Detroit, you know, you best believe this, uh, this this metal slide is in my top five things to do in Detroit. Yeah, yeah, that that is that is fair. I mean, look alive. Like you said, part of me wants to try it out. It look kind of fun. Yeah, Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Look, look kind of fun. So I don't know. It's just uh, <clears throat> I would definitely try it. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Being yeah, fucked up. <laughs> exactly. Just just sign the waiver and then and then hop on there, man. Pause. Yep. Do that. You know. Yeah, man. Hey. So hey, before we get out of here, man, you got anything else on your on your mind to get off your chest this week? Nah, 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 nah. We, uh, you know, family sliding through, chilling, cooling. You know, I think, uh, I think every day we can always look at something that just be like, what do you think? You know, what I'm but nah, you know, it's uh, good times right now. Good times. What you got? That's what's up, man. I mean, this week, well, I guess I mean we we get ready to roll up on uh, on Labor Day, you know. So, uh, uh. Trying to figure out, you know, I mean, what's going on for for Labor Day? You know, we got some uh, got some folks coming in town, you know, so, so that should be good. And there's a uh, there's a mall that's uh, opened up less than a year ago out here, and this mall has a roller coaster on the inside of it. I know. So I know one of my 
my coworkers, he was telling me about it. And you know, I guess he wants the mall when it first opened. So, you know, a lot of the stores, you know, haven't opened up yet. You know, so we're thinking that now, you know, more stuff may be opening there. So may, may go check out that mall and see what that uh that roller coaster is about, you know, try to do that and and see. Because, I mean, a, a roller coaster inside of a mall is already wild, man. You know I mean? You know, we already have the ski slope out here. I mean, that's wild enough. I mean, he's sitting in Cheesecake Factory, you know, eating pancakes. And, you know, you look out the window and people are coming down, uh, coming down the ski slopes. I mean, that's a whole other experience. But uh, a roller coaster inside the mall, you know, definitely got to go check it out and check that box. That'd be dope. That'd be dope. Y'all let us know what's talking about. Yeah, man. Because that, and you know, at some point, probably in uh, the winter, you know, when, when it's only 85 degrees uh, out here in the desert, you know, head down to Abu Dhabi to Ferrari World. You know, I think they still may have the world's fastest roller coaster. Oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, got to experience that, you know. Still a, you know, huge roller coaster fan, even though you know, I'm I'm a little upset with some of these uh, these these seats on roller coasters. You know, they're not built for tall people, man. You get on, you got to cross your legs a certain way so the bar comes down. Because roller coasters is something where you definitely want to be secured. You know, you're not going to you know take that chance if something is loose and, and not fitting right. Because uh, that could be hazardous to one's health. Yeah, facts, 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 facts. I mean, it could be. It, it could be over for you, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 I'm not trying to go out that way, man. So uh, I scratched that. We'll make a make a trip down there in a, in a couple of months. But I mean, other than that, I mean, that's uh, that's about it on this end. You know, still still working too hard, but you know, not gonna complain, man. You know, work is cool. So that's it for the for the guy and his uh, his, his desert updates. There you go. I can dig it. I can dig it. Well, hey, before we get out of here, once again, shout out to Sheesh to you. Don't forget you can follow him on IG. You can follow us on Twitter at End the Bold Pod. You know, definitely leave us your comments, your feedback. You know, we always say things that uh, uh, are up for uh, other opinions. We always say we're, we're two highly opinionated individuals, but we enjoy interacting, you know, with the opinions of others. You know, so if you got something to say about you know, what we discuss, you know, definitely drop us a comment, man. Let's let's talk about it. And last but not least, don't forget to keep those hookahs clean. After every use, just go ahead and rinse it out, clean it up so that way when you're ready to smoke again, everything is set up for you. you know, so we appreciate y'all for rocking with us. We'll do this again next week. As always, click, like, and subscribe.